coming to you live from Season 4 of Rick and Morty! Yes, that's right, it's the premiere episode, people! Get hyped! Get hyped as F with us, Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast! Hello, everybody! My name is Travis. Hello, everybody, and my name is Brandon, and welcome, welcome in. To, welcome to, to welcome to the land of Rick and Morty podcasting. It's so hip, it's so popular. Everybody's doing it these days. Uh, but but Rick and Morty is is back. Season four is is in full swing, and and we are here with with your interdimensional RSS fix, talking about all things Rick and Morty for season four. So happy you're with us. Maybe maybe you haven't been hanging out with us in a while. Maybe it's been. 770 ish days since you last heard our voices uh, but we have been here we have been recording all through this very long off season but we are so excited to be back and talking about a brand new rick and morty episode rick die repeat uh die another or die <laughs> another to morty uh, yeah uh, anyway I've, we'll, we'll, we'll get it, we'll get in the actual episode later i've typed it uh, out so many times in the last two two three days yeah, it's it's a long episode title for sure uh for a great episode but anyway i'm getting ahead of myself thank you to you listening uh whether you are watching live on youtube or on twitch or if you're listening later on your favorite podcast or whatever that might be. Whichever one it is. Uh, and if you're listening for the very first time, uh, make sure that you're following us on all of the social media platforms in existence. We're on nearly all of them. Uh, we're at rickandmortypodcast.reddit.com and the rickandmorty.reddit.com subreddits. We're, we're, we're all up in those subreddits. You can follow our website where it has all of our episodes. Uh, that's rickandmortypod.com, facebook.com slash rickandmortypodcast, mm-hmm. rickandmortypodcast at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. Uh, and our Twitter isn't on here, but oh, that's yeah. Rick and Morty Pod, right? Yeah, yeah, that, that's right. Twitter, at Rick and Morty Pod. Go over there to Twitter for that. Uh, and then uh, if you want to follow on Instagram, uh, and uh, and I'm sure you do, there's a ton of great artwork uh, by the fans out there that we we try to repost as much as we can the cosplayers what have you check out what the fandoms is fandoms is doing not the fan duels the fandoms is doing over on, on on our instagram at rick and morty podcast and that that's what i have for that yeah that's that and and as as i mentioned earlier we are streaming these episodes live we were not doing that uh in the previous season so if you do want to follow the live episodes or if you just want to see our faces you want to know which one's the bald one? Which one has glasses? <laughs> which, which one is it? Maybe which, we both have glasses. I don't know. You won't know unless you check the video. That's true. Uh, and you can do that at youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm or over on Twitch at twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm. You can follow. You can subscribe. You can watch old episodes. You can watch brand new episodes, whatever you want to do. And uh, and then we do have the Patreon, patreon.com slash Rick and Morty pod. If you love the show so much, you feel like sending a few dollars our way. That's the way to do it over at patreon.com. Uh, Brandon, that's it. All, all that, all that stuff's out of the way. Let's the, the, the must do's are done and now we can get into the fun (laughs) stuff. How, how are you feeling? How it's been, it's been, it's been an exciting weekend. It's been an exhausting weekend. Thrilling as, as Rick and Morty podcasters. It's, uh, it's been everything. 
it, 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 it has been. And I do. And I want to I want to get all all into it. Uh, but but first, uh, for those who might just be joining us, maybe this is your first experience your foray into interdimensional rss uh we 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 have a couple of sections that we go through first up is is a new, a new section um I, what do we call what do we call that travis i didn't know we had a new section what is happening brandon <laughs> freaking out <laughs> no not new section news oh news <laughs> no. news sort of sort of semi Pertinent news. I was gonna trello in there. Semi-pertinent news. That's right. It's for your news holes. News holes. News holes. News holes. Listening to this. Yes, that's right. Our first segment is semi-pertinent news. And wouldn't you know it? With the new seasons, bring so much new news. So much new news. Uh, first up, we have uh, Cryptozoic, the the company that makes the Rick and Morty trading card uh, uh, trading cards, and a bunch of Rick and Morty games have come out with a brand new dice based game based off of the season four premiere, uh, Edge of Tomorty, Rick Die Rick Pete. Uh, but it's interesting to note this game uh, they were in develop it was in development at the same time uh this the episode was was being worked on um so they actually named it the morty zone dice game based off of a working title that uh was in production for season four uh, episode one uh so anyways uh regardless uh we're gonna get a copy of that game to play with eventually but i just thought it was really cool that uh you know behind the scenes they were all putting this stuff together uh to to get to get a game out like day one of season four Speaking of speaking of having things out day one or even prior to day one, uh, if if you are a fan of collectible oh, yeah. vinyl figurines uh, made by companies like Funko, there are a whole bunch of Funko pops that you can pick up to uh, celebrate the the new episode of Rick and Morty. They have a ton of figures. There's uh, there's a Kirkland Meeseeks. You can get Shrimp Rick. <laughs> Shrimp Rick. Uh, I think you can get I think you can get Teddy Bear Rick. You can, yeah. Uh, and Death Crystal Morty. Death Crystal Morty. Yeah, they're all there. So uh complete your collection now. Uh these are these again are not sponsors. These are just things that are <laughs> existing in the world. We don't get uh, sponsors. This is we, all we don't know. This is all from so the generosity. Support us with your love. <laughs> uh something that I, I got a link to earlier today uh, from a buddy of mine. Was over at Mondo Mondo Tees. Uh, there are these really, really high detail, high quality Rick and Morty figures that uh, going for a hundred dollars uh, for for the regular, and then a hundred and twenty for the deluxe version of the, these figurines. Uh, and it, they're the figures where you, they stand about yay tall, so about you know a forearms length. And you can swap out their arms. You can swap out their heads. Uh, there's there's like a little mini pickle Rick fighting against a rat. A bunch of really really cool. Uh, they have a I have a link to it in in the show notes. But there, if there's like a payment plan you can do if you don't if you want to just do like however many installments of 19.99 to to get it. And I'm I'm like ugh, I'm like that close. You're really thinking about it there. I'm t- I, I'm uh, so 
Is that price point per figure, like one for Rick and one for Morty? No, it's it's for both. It's for both. It's so, for the set. Okay. Yeah. So the the hundred the hundred dollar version is just for, um, it it the hundred dollar version is not with the evil Morty and evil Rick head. Okay. Yeah. Or and uh, the pickle go, Rick and the gotta rat. go deluxe. You gotta go deluxe. But so many so many customizable options. Go D, go home. You know that's what they say. <laughs> I heard that. Uh, <laughs> Additionally, this this slapped me in the inbox this morning. Uh, if you if you haven't heard some of our off season episodes, uh, we are enamored with Teenage Engineering's pocket operators and the C one thirty seven PO C one thirty or is it just PO one thirty seven? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Rick and Morty pocket operators <laughs> that are preloaded with Rick and Morty sound effects and greatness. All all sorts of wonderful. You can, you can play human music right right as soon as you get the batteries in there. Uh, but they are coming out with accessories, C one thirty seven accessories for your pocket operator uh, to include uh, bright green everything. It, it's all of the stuff's bright green. There's a there is like a transfer cable that's bright green. There is a silicone case that's bright green to match your. Uh, pocket operator and then some sort of carrying bag or something. Yeah. Uh, but those are all available on the 14th. I think those will be available. So there is a link in the show notes if you're interested in getting some of that. Yeah, that, that that's right. I went I went looking for a link for it, uh, and then I I got to the Teenage Engineering website and I'm like God dang, these things are so cool. All all the stuff on there is is so you great. Start looking at all the synthesizers. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Not a, not a sponsor. As well. Okay. Uh, ne- uh, next up, this coming up this week, weekend over in LA. If you are in LA, I think there's still tickets available to the Adult Swim Festival. Uh, <laughs> Scary Terry Folds is going to be there. They're going to have a Morty's slide where you're just like coming out of Morty's mouth, sliding down his tongue. Uh, they're, there's going to be a, a Rick and Morty volumetric reality type 3D dance game where you try to save the world or, or something like that. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it was sponsored by AT&T. <laughs> I saw some, some comments like, why are we supporting AT&T for Rick and Morty? <laughs> um, uh, I think they're going to have that. What is it called? The Rick and Nate? What is it? The, it it's whatever like what? makes, makes it, makes you look like you're in Rick and Morty. Right. But it's, it's, What's the one that they had at Comic Con where like you create a version of yourself as Rick? Is it oh. the same thing? No, this it's is this the... is different. This is like an actual like you're trying to save the world with your dance moves. Yeah, I I have it. I still have the pictures of the one from Comic Con. <laughs> Let's see if I can open this. Who who the Rick Flector? That's right. The ah, Rick Flector yeah. machine. The... Uh, yeah. So that'll be out at Adult Swim or Adult Swim Festival as well as the Rick Mobile. You can go say hi to oh, Randall, yeah. give him a high five and a hug. Uh, which which we'll mention together, Randall like, all together. We'll and, mention Randall again here late in it in a little bit, I think. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, um, the, but the top, yeah, it, to top oh. it off. Yeah. To top it all off, man. Like they're, they're doing a new episode at, that night. Right. Uh, yeah. So, so if you want to catch an episode early, you can, you can watch it in, in, in a, in a sea of fans, which I, I will say uh, the fact that we got to see that episode scored live at last year's Adult Swim Festival, and just being like in a crowd of Rick and Morty fans, it's a, it's a very unique way to watch an episode. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah, definitely go check it out. Plus, tons of 
live music, uh, some some stand up comedy, that death uh, clock, ton, t- tons of folks, tons Ton- of folks out there. Uh, so so go check go, it out. Check, go check it. Check it. Go do check that. It, check it to check. <laughs> um, and, and and finally, before we get into the episode, uh, we have a little bit of something called the Dan Harmon Social Media Minute. Dan Harmon Social Media Minute. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna draw in like find my inner strong bad. That's good. And, and I'll, oh. just, I'll just do that. Oh, on a cheat. Check it, check it, check it Instagram. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, this is the part of the show that, again, if you've if you've been away, we we started doing uh, Dan Harmon's tweet of the week, and then Dan Harmon quit Twitter. Uh, so we we've just we've just created the Dan Harmon social media minute, and this is basically where we check in on Dan Harmon's Instagram and highlight a particular post uh, from the last week. Uh, this, this particular post, uh, is about a day old and this was Dan Harmon's way of celebrating, uh, the return of Rick and Morty by posting a picture with, uh, some, some aging beef as he puts it. (laughs) Uh, oh yeah, there, there he is. That guy. There they are. Joel McHale. You know, ah, damn it. You know, for the long, for like the last two days since I put that in the show notes, I'm like, what is his name? Why did I just put Community Guy in the show notes? Uh, well, he is he is a guy that that was on Dan's hit show Community, but uh, he is taking a picture with Joel McHale in what appears to be some sort of meat locker, maybe where they are aging beef. Uh, so the full caption reads: Did someone order the aging beef and also all this meat that's getting older, and also two young Hollywood creatives? Ah, so so good, Dan. Great so- great stuff. Um, yeah, and then most most everything else on his Instagram right now is workout videos. Uh so so you can go check those out <laughs> and uh and and enjoy Dan Harmon's social media minute. That's right. No, that's not right. even not even a mention of Rick and Morty so far. Yeah, it's, good on him. Good. Who needs it? Who, need, who needs it? <laughs> who needs he's he's getting paid. He doesn't need to mention it. <laughs> uh all right. And and that that concludes our our opening segment of semi-pertinent news if you see a rick and morty news story that you think we should definitely talk about on the next episode uh, make sure to hit us up on all those social media links email however however you feel email email tunes (laughs) like those uh yeah let us let us know if you if you find something interesting and we will mention it on an upcoming episode but it is now time for the moment we've all been waiting for Two years in the making, my dog is fired up in the other room, scratching on the door, growling at me. Here we go. It is time for the main thing. Amazing. It's like, so good. <laughs> You're so fired up, Brandon. Uh guys, what are we gonna talk about for the uh, main thing? What let, what could the topic possibly be? Let's talk about something for for two years. Uh with Yeah, no- we're gonna do a character study tonight. I think we're really gonna start getting into some <laughs> side characters. 
uh, that Mr. only appear in the comics. I Mr. think Golden that's the discussion we're going to have today. <laughs> Oh shoot! Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. Uh, yeah, what what are we talking about? Of course, we are talking about the season four premiere episode, Edge of Tomorty. Rick die repeat. Oh my god! Ah, uh, oh man! Oh jeez! Uh, let's get some initial episode details out of the way. It aired yesterday, the tenth of November. Written by a longtime series writer mike mcmahon who's uh has since moved on to creating co-creating the show solar opposites with with justin roiland uh directed by erica hayes longtime storyboard artist uh she was she's been with the show for forever basically and this is her first directorial gig and she is the first female to direct an episode of rick and morty so so really, really, really cool there. Uh, you may recognize her. Uh, a couple couple years ago, they did a live stream, uh, a live episode creation with Roiland and Harmon, and she was doing the storyboard. That was, that was like at a Comic Con or something, right? They're they're doing that. Yeah, or... yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And uh, I I read an interview with her recently, and she's like, uh, yeah, it was great, but I'll never do it again. That. <laughs> <laughs> You know they they did it they did another one of those at this last Comic Con for their Rick and Morty out on the green or whatever whatever they had for that and it just seemed like so stressful as a person that likes to draw on occasion the idea of having to like draw quickly yeah. and live in front of a huge audience to try and entertain them yeah that that just seems ad, that seems real tough ad lib animation let me tell you not not something i i would no, ever want thank to you do. Uh, uh but yeah so so we have a new episode and and apparently we're gonna we're gonna remember how we review episodes on this podcast because uh, it's been a minute uh but i think the best way for us to start out is with the episode bronopsis or the synopsis <laughs> the of the episode as provided uh, by Adult Swim. Brandon, you want to you wanna read this one for oh, me? Yeah. Uh, Morty goes nuts this time, dog. Rick does stuff. Season four premiere, bruh. Bruh? <laughs> bruh. We got a bruh in there. And that is the Adult Swim synopsis for this episode. Uh, the official synopsis, we don't have an official synopsis, uh, but, I mean, real quick, Travis, how would you how would you just sum this episode up in in one or two sentences uh essentially the the family dynamic has shifted in the smith household and rick uh is trying to figure out his place in the home uh he and morty go on an adventure to try and get some death crystals and then stuff gets real as morty seeks out his 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 (laughs) highest desired death outcome i'm just uh i want to put in the show notes stuff (laughs) gets real Oh, that's all Rick, I'm gonna put. Rick fight. Rick fights <laughs> with fascists. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that, that's good. Um, all right. Well, that. Thank you for the synopsis, Travis. Yeah. No. This this is this is perfect. That's a perfect way. That's to, an to improvised segue. synopsis. Everybody, get it. <laughs> get it. Uh, so what we're gonna do? We're we're just kind of we're gonna go through the episode. We're not gonna we're not gonna you know go bit by bit. What we're gonna do is we're gonna pull some of the 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 things that jumped out at us, which. This part of the ep- this part of the podcast, it's gonna. There's just so much. There's so much to to extract from it. Um, so let's just go ahead and start with uh, the, this first little thing that we, we wrote down, which is fourth wall breaking. 
yeah, this this came up in the post show hangout that we did last night. We streamed on Twitch and YouTube, hanging out right after the show. And I think it was Kevin Ruiz, uh, so lucid, a uh, longtime friend and fan of the show, who who mentioned the fourth wall breaking. And when he mentioned it, I was like, yeah, no, I remember there being a couple moments where they did some fourth wall breaking or or internally within the show sort of referred to it being a show. But upon watching the sh- the episode again... I was like, holy crap, they did that a ton. And it wasn't just Rick either. Uh, I believe, I think Summer did it at one point. I'm pretty yeah. sure Beth did it at one point. Uh, so yeah, there was there was a yeah. lot of f- fourth wall breaking. Fascist and Morty talking. did it at one point in time. When did he do it? He, he, said, he said, stop doing meta commentary. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, um, we had we had uh, at the very end of the episode, uh, Rick yelling at Summer about ruining the season four premiere. Uh, we we had Rick talking about axing his Phoenix project yeah. uh, a couple of seasons ago, referring to time in seasons. Uh, yeah, just all all kinds of of stuff. It's uh, it's interesting. It's a joke that I really enjoy in the, in the show, but I almost wonder like, are th- are they leaning on it too heavily in this episode, or is it is it something that we should expect to see more often in future episodes, or is it just because we're back and it's a premiere and they just they just maybe squeezed a few too many in this one? Yeah, yeah, you know, I I I feel like. That perhaps, obviously, we don't know anything past this first episode. I feel that perhaps they were like, hey, it's been two years. Hello, everyone again. <laughs> Just letting you know that we know it's a show and that we're, we're here to talk to you, the viewer, and get you really yeah. spun up and and, t- and talk some shit while we're at it. Uh, so I, I, if we're thinking about season three, they had, they had some of that, maybe a little bit. Uh, but when they when they got into like the middle of the season, they had far less uh, of the of those jokes. The meta commentary has always been there, uh, like Rick in the um, uh, the the parasite episode, uh, saying like, "Hey, uh, it's it's like Rick, where's where's Waldo when he's looking at talking to the camera and stuff like that." Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There there are those uh, bits, and, and, but I, I don't expect to see him like all the time. Not as much as we did here necessarily. And, and and we try to avoid too much theory discussion in in show recaps and things like that. Do you do you place any stock, any weight in the idea of Rick's knowledge that he's in a show having any sort of implications toward where the show is going or some sort of overarching story for the series, or is it just uh, some sort of comedy shenanigans? Are you, you talk, you're still, we're still talking about the fourth wall breaking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh I think, uh, I think it's just a bit. I don't think it, I don't buy into the theory that like there's a meta thing to, to the characters knowing yeah. they're in a show. Well, yeah, so, so, so far it is a bit. And until we, until we are given evidence, otherwise uh, I will, that, that is a, that is a hill I will die on. <laughs> the, <laughs> right. It's a bit hill. It's a bit hill. It's 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 a bit of a hill. Uh, well, if if you if you think it's not, you can you can let us know it uh, in in the comments or wherever else uh, if you disagree. 
what is what is the next uh, point of discussion? Worth yeah. Talking? All right. Well, um, I uh, the the next the next thing we have here is is focusing on the future while ignoring the present. Uh, Rick Rick says to, to Morty, I think you, you, we think ahead and live in the moment. Um, and and uh, so if you know you have the episode you can stream the episode and then you can stream like the behind the scenes where uh, Harmon talks about the episode a little bit mike mcmahon talks about the episode a little bit and mike mcmahon it goes on to, to say you know it, it this episode is that the moral of you know if if you know your future so much and you're you're chained to it are you really living a life worth living and uh <laughs> you know i, I other than the the Rick part, I think the Rick part is is, is kind of separate. Um, the the Morty aspect of the story completely lives lives by that, and it gets to the point where the the joke is that every single syllable that he's saying out loud is like, is that uh, is this what is is what I should say this uh, pasta Peru? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> by the way yeah, I, watch that with <laughs> subtitles and actually, i bet like the the closed captioner is like what the hell is this yeah i i find it really like when he when he comes out of the courtroom and he he gets his he gets his his restart right and and society has forgiven him for what he's done and jessica walks up and is like hey do you want to go skinny dipping with the girls? We're we're about to go do that right now. Like this is literally the last conversation I'm about to have with clothes on. And he's like, "No, I think I think maybe we get together in like four in our 40s or something." <laughs> it I, to me that's the clearest example of him being so focused on what is way out in the future that he can't see yeah. the potential for what's right in front of him and and he basically wanders off saying must continue doing things so we can die together or whatever. Like, uh, no, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, super point, super, super good point on that. I hadn't really considered that quite. Um, but yeah, no, like even earlier, Jessica's coming up and, and walking towards him in the school and the death crystal tells him to not t- talk to her. And again, like he's, he's, he's foregoing, satisfaction in the present for a future that he can see that he doesn't actually know the context of. Right. Right. Uh, it's it's almost like if you ran a Rick and Morty podcast <laughs> and you spent all your time thinking about some time in the future when the show would come back and you never lived your life. <laughs> no, that definitely didn't happen for anybody. Uh, we, we had a great, we had a great off season. So I um, I, I, yeah, I, lo- I think it's really interesting. I think it's it's a deep, like actual meaningful topic for an episode that which, you know, most of the episodes do have a deeper meaning or 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 ask a challenging question. But uh I, I did find it really interesting how it played out throughout the episode. Yeah, um you know, you know how I do things, Travis. Uh this 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 idea of thinking ahead and living in the moment is 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 something I, I i like to do uh planned impulse is what i end up calling it right you've, you've heard you've right. heard me you've heard me say that where countless times <laughs> probably on this this show as a matter of fact where 
like you, you think about, you think about what you want to do, you're planning it. You're like, okay. Uh, let's see all these, all these different variables. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. And then eventually like, all right, well, let's just do it and then see what happens. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Because you can't because you can't plan for everything and you shouldn't be able to plan for everything. Um so but uh, although, yeah, although I, I will say having a death crystal that gives you focus on one thing uh allows you to do some pretty epic stuff uh if 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 you put your mind to it. So so yeah. that it, and and create some pretty incredible scenes uh that <laughs> that we will discuss in in a little while. That, that's right. That's right. Uh, any anything else on the topic of of future focus? No, no way, man. No way. I want to I want to go into the next thing by just shouting out our man, Randall, over at the Rickmobile, who spent two years in the Rickmobile. And every time we've talked to him three times, uh, I, I've talked to him once. You've talked to him twice. Always brings up Phoenix Protocol. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> always, which, always. Which, which took center stage in, in this episode. Uh, even though we haven't seen nor heard about it in a couple of seasons. That's right. That's right. Sticking sticking with that whole, not trope, but their habit of bringing up old references and then making them relevant again. Uh, right. the, whole, the whole Phoenix thing was like, oh, cool. Well, maybe that's a one-off. We'll never see it again. And here it is in full force uh, in season four. Which I... <laughs> When I was rewatching the episode today, I had to send you a message where uh, the first time Rick comes out of the Phoenix Project and he's like, the Phoenix Project, I asked this two seasons ago. And just the idea of him getting rid of it would have been one thing. <clears throat> but the fact that he took a literal axe to his <laughs> Phoenix Project in the uh, was the Tiny Rick episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was just like, that's that's amazing. I love that they used the verb axed uh as as a callback that's right uh but yeah i i would i would almost argue if we were if we had an a plot b plot structure this this rick jumping through phoenix projects was our b plot with a death crystal morty a plot and rick rick didn't have the best luck in in where his fail safes uh (laughs) found him regenerating no 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 he didn't he did he didn't uh they got, they got more, they got, they, it started off normal, got a little bit of, a little bit absurd, uh, and then came with a, a thoughtful, heartfelt finish. Um, but yeah, they started with fascist Morty, or fascist Rick, real, real quick, then went to shrimp Rick, and then woke up in the body of teddy bear Rick, killed himself immediately, and then found himself in the body of wasp Rick. Uh, and, and before... I just thought it was such a cool way that uh, Harmon in in the after uh, after clip says, you know, there's there's a way you can kill Rick. You know, there's a way you can kill these these characters that you know and love that are uh, that seem uh, omnipotent, omnipotent and, and invincible. There's a way to kill Rick. I'm not going to tell you what it is, is what he says. Um, but it's so cool to me that they use that kind of concept of conscious transfer across uh, uh, dimensions for him to, to keep coming back that our C one thirty seven Rick essentially. Right. Yeah. 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 And that, and that was a question that came up last night in our hangout as well is, does this mean C one thirty seven Rick doesn't exist anymore? Uh, I think it's, it's hard 
to I I almost put the label of C one thirty seven more on the consciousness than the physical Rick. And and when you realize how many times Rick has probably cloned himself or done some sort of you know body modification, you know titanium skeleton enhancement <laughs> thing, uh, <laughs> yeah. who who knows who knows what the original physical Rick is. Uh, but yeah, I I think what what we missed for the sake of the 20 something minutes that we had to actually watch an episode, they probably went and cloned Rick's body uh, to, to get him into his actual Rickness self and out of his, his wasp consciousness or, or his, his wasp version of himself. Uh, yeah. But it, you know, he's, he's going to keep, he's going to keep doing what Rick does and he's going to clone and, mutate and whatever whatever else the writers could come up with uh but he is still at his core the rickest rick he's he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna keep it up he's gonna keep it up the the one the one thing that i loved uh, that is pointed out in reddit by a few folks uh uh is well actually well i i I probably is it back there uh i don't know if i have it written down but i will shout them out uh folks on reddit they mentioned that inside the garage, there's all the different types of time travel stuff. So fascist time travel stuff, fascist or a uh, shrimp time travel stuff. <laughs> it's all labeled time, that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wasp time travel stuff. It's all in the background listed out like that. Uh, so, so great. So great. Uh, speaking of so great. Uh, so great. So many deaths. One of the th- first things we saw or thought of and commented to each other while we we're watching it, uh, while everyone on the stream was going like, are you going to say anything? Was <laughs> we are going to have to pause this thing step by step, inch by inch to just really digest and dissect how many deaths that Morty has gone through and variations of death. Um, and thankfully, there, we we found a Polygon article this morning that lists them all out, which... Yeah, so so the good folks at Polygon probably had an intern or, or someone uh, sit there and have... <laughs> you either, either they went through all... <laughs> when you're done making that coffee, I need you to write down all the ways that Morty gets killed in the future, okay? Um, <laughs> yeah, and so instead of having to wait until Master of All Science uh, gets every screenshot uploaded to their website... Uh, we can just refer to this Polygon article and 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 highlight they have they have a list of all of the ways that they saw uh, Morty meet his fate uh, and and end up dead. Uh, we'll just we'll just pull a few of these at random. Uh, there's uh, middle aged Morty dies of a heart attack while taking a shit and smoking a cigarette. <laughs> uh, Rick and Morty die in the trash compactor from Star Wars. Uh, a zoned out Morty is hit by a truck while crossing the street because he's looking at his phone. I saw that one a couple times. <laughs> uh, Morty jumps from the enter button to the at button on a giant keyboard and fails. Uh, a man in a horned metal mask electrocutes Morty in an electric chair. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, uh, while reaching for a book on the very top shelf, Morty falls to his death, a la Roy. <laughs> Uh, I really like this one. Morty jumps from the enter button to the oh, yeah. at button on I a said giant that one. keyboard and fails. That's, I said, I just said that. Oh, one. I didn't hear that one. You should listen to me more often. I don't listen to you. <laughs> uh, 
but uh, and then, then he the interacts with bullies, and so he sees a couple bully deaths. My the 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 bully death that jumped out at me was when the bully chops off Morty's head by putting a trash can on his neck. And yeah, on some, top of it. somebody in chat referred to that as like trash stomping him or something. Oh, uh, I thought that, that was eloquently th- put. <laughs> Uh, I, I saw weird. one where there's some sort of like rod or something going through Morty's like mouth into his head. That looked really gruesome, but <clears throat> I don't see it here in Polygon's list. Uh, uh, so yeah, maybe, so maybe, they, you could, maybe you could, they, they didn't catch them all. Maybe they didn't catch, yeah. catch them all. No one's uh, perfect. So do, do the homework for us, uh, folks. Unity, head out to that Polygon <laughs> article uh, and find out which ones don't uh, don't exist on there. Uh, oh shoot trailer hitches in chat guys he beat me he beat me in fantasy football this week uh so so he that's gets shout out on the episode that's the only reason he's following uh, is just to talk shit it's, to you he, just, he just he just wants to be like hey you should probably pay attention to your to your roster instead of this rick and morty crap uh all right moving on from deaths uh another another thing that stood out to me uh was hologram rick and uh, specifically the ways that they utilized having a Rick hologram hanging out with you all the time <laughs> and how, uh, how annoying that could be. <laughs> yeah, cer- cer- certainly. Uh, the hologram Rick was, was great. I, the first time we watched it l- last night, I, I, w- I was paying attention to the stream and, and, and the, the, the subreddit. So I got a little bit distracted and I was like, I don't actually know what's going on with, with, with hologram Rick. Like how, how is he there? I filled in, rewatched it. Okay. Uh, a chip implanted in Morty's spine to, to get him to reclone Rick. Um, and just all the, all the, the hollow phobic jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. His, his real body or whatever he says in quotes. <laughs> Um, I love the way that he shows up, uh, and like acts like a ghost that's haunting Morty just to mess with him. Uh, there's a whole crowd of, of holograms that are protesting Morty's behaviors as he walks down the halls in school. All right. right. Cool it, Berkeley. Um, but along with, along with all of those things, the way that the animators chose to depict some of the behaviors with the hologram Rick, I found really interesting. There's there's a point uh, right when Morty is leaving the Death Crystal planet and he's flying in the spaceship and you see the hologram Mor- uh, Rick just kind of like walking around like the floor, like the floor doesn't matter. So he's just acting like he would if there was a floor there. Uh, there's also a, a scene when both of the Wasp Ricks are, are in the garage and hologram Rick uh, appears and freaks out and starts running, but he's running in place and he looks like a lagged <laughs> video game that's like running but can't go anywhere. I didn't, uh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Wait, yeah, when, there's, when Mort- there's, there's some good little 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 bits in, in, in there with, oh, with hologram. When when Morty first takes off, uh, when the hologram first shows up, and in the just the hologram like floats up with the ship and doesn't actually yeah. move. Yeah, yeah. Solid, solid stuff. My my good my stuff. favorite my favorite hologram Rick interaction was when he's eating <laughs> eating chicken he's eating fried chicken out of the bucket <laughs> and and even without like the interaction 
just him eating a hologram eating a bucket of chicken is hilarious to me. Uh, but then Morty is like, I, I baloney and orange is is what he had. He's like, yeah, you're not getting any nu- nutrients either, so don't judge me. <laughs> uh, but let the the last. I'm moving on from hologram, Rick. Unless you have, have something to mention about nah, it. No, no, no. Uh, the one thing that I didn't, I caught kind of, but I didn't really harp on until I, I, I rewatched it was just how the writers dealt with the season three backlash. <laughs> it, okay. Um, and, and I don't know if you know where, where I'm, where I'm going with this, but the whole, the whole fascist Morty thing was just all about how uh how toxic the fans were and and, and how they're like just kind of making fun of them so the, the yeah the and f- i if, if you listen to harman town like there was a period there where dan harman was really talking about nazis and fascism quite a bit <laughs> Uh, which I feel probably coincides to around the time when they got back on contract and started writing new episodes. So I, I wouldn't be shocked if they all kind of came together and in, in, uh, in, 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 in appeared in, in what we saw last last night in the episode. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. So like when when Rick first clones into the, the new body, he meets he meets fascist Rick. Uh, fascist Morty comes in, shoots fascist Rick. And then says, you know, he was too political. I just want classic, classic Rick and Morty adventures. Uh, and then uh, and then then Rick is like, OK, well, we need to go to uh, for for Bujalon Prime for Death Crystals. And Morty yells him, you'll do what I want you to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> And then, yeah, then, that's that's a little on the nose when you think about it that and way. And then and then and then the, the next scene that they're in, they're in the spaceship, right? And then the fascist Morty is there, Rick is there, uh, uh, Gearhead's in the back back seat, right? Fan favorite Gearhead, uh, and they're having a conversation about like classic Rick and Morty adventures. And so Rick is like, well, uh, you know, if fascist more Rick is anything like me, he'll have a Meeseeks box in the glove compartment. And then Morty's like, oh no, no. Before that, like Morty's like, I, I like, I like Meeseeks. Like, okay, well, yeah, there's probably one in the glove compartment. Get it out. <laughs> and, uh, what he, he said, what does he say? He says, oh, now Rick says, now, now we're doing something that we've done before. Right, and then hits a Meeseeks box and 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 kills him off. Um, Yeah, it like that that whole that whole segment is saying like, all right, well here you go, here you go, you fascists. Here's here's some classic that you asked for. (laughs) Keep asking for it every Comic Con, and that that goes goes back to what 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 Harmon was saying at Comic Con. Uh, There's like the Meeseeks are coming back, but maybe not in the way that you expected. Yeah. Yeah. And and I I want to I want to explore that a little bit more uh, when we get into our favorite bits here. Uh, Yeah, I I think it's interesting. Like there are a couple of of moments where they talk about like the the resets and 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 how things are going to be the same but different. Uh, I'm curious how that plays out. I'm curious if if fans are going to be forgiving of that or if they're like, no, this isn't the same or this isn't. That's that's not how Rick would act, or that's not how 
how Beth would treat Jerry. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see as these five episodes go on how how things smooth out. But I, I do expect a more steady release structure as as they get more episodes prepared and and know that they have 70 episodes to work with. So, yeah, the next 69 episodes should be should be just fine. Just fine. They I don't should, know. They should just be a okay. Uh I I I look forward to them. I think they'll I think they will have just the right amount of classic and just Obviously. the right amount maybe they don't do anything. Maybe maybe they do something, maybe they don't do anything. Maybe they don't do anything. Maybe. <laughs> uh all right, let's let's get into some of our favorite bits from last night's episode. Brandon, what was what was the first thing that pops out as a, a favorite of yours? This is the first thing that, that I wrote down, uh, but when Mr. Goldenfold is, is is trying to get Morty to come up there and do some basic ass in- integers, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I don't know why I don't know why I I cracked up in that moment, but just the basic ass integers, like well, I don't know I don't know why would you describe why you describe uh, uh, math every that way. everything on that chalkboard though was like some sort of like sexual reference or like <laughs> yeah like or a like, dick and balls like, it, a, like yeah exactly some sort of you know i don't know it was i i did notice though that that morty was one of the two people that were written down for detention so oh no no good morty s <laughs> no no good what, what about what about you what, what what's one of your first ones uh, one of the first things that I, I loved at the very beginning of the episode was sort of the autopilot version of Rick uh, that was sitting at the the breakfast table just with like the auto-generated responses as people were, t- I'm hanging out with my family. Uh, and, and then he's like, all right, I'm done eating breakfast and I finished my Amazon wish list. Let's go, Morty. <laughs> I, I, I just like the idea <laughs> that he completely detaches from his consciousness so that he can work on his Amazon wish list. Uh, without having to, but but still placating his family by by having false interaction. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. I, I I like in that in that moment then, uh, which mirrors at the end of the episode with all, all the Wasprick the Wasprick family, which is which is healthy, and uh, Rick being just so like uh, asking for permission to take more down an adventure, where whereas Wasprick is like. No, I I get it. We're we're all in this together, so it's fine. Yeah, Morty's got to do his homework. <laughs> and and C one thirty seven is like, oh, I guess I guess I don't have it as bad as I thought. <laughs> uh, uh, that that scene actually has another one of my favorite bits, uh, and that is the golden fold caterpillar. Oh yeah, uh, that they are all feasting upon and toying with uh, on the dinner table. Uh, just some great. Uh, some great voice acting by uh, what Brandon, Brandon Johnson. Br- yep. <laughs> Just no, don't he stop? <laughs> and and then he's like, "Run, my babies!" And and then and 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 and, and Morty's like, "Ooh, bonus!" And just quickly eats Golden Fold's little caterpillar. That's, a, that's such a fucking cruel, cruel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. That's so great. Um, there, there's a, there's a. There's a couple pieces uh, when 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 Morty is dealing with the bu- the bullies. I don't know if this is my favorite bit, but I I, I one of the bullies <laughs> said that he's gonna get Morty. This is his fate accompli, and I'm like, 
Okay. Well, you're you're too smart for me, show. Let me look this up. And so <laughs> for those who are listening, fate accompli is a thing that has already happened or been decided before those affected hear about it, leaving them with no option but to accept it. Wow. So that's deep. They're so you know, you know, you have so to have something happened IQ. already. <laughs> something happened already. And so it's like, all right, well, it happened already. I guess yeah. I'll just guess I'll just accept yeah. it. Can't avoid it. <laughs> uh, we, we we talked a lot about hologram Rick already, but his whole deal was was uh, something I really enjoyed. Uh, and then Summer's background bit uh, as as Rick and Morty were ramping up for yet another uh, pontificating in the garage season premiere ending, talking about you know a hundred years and Rick and Morty maybe doing things da da da. And then Summer chimes in in the background, sort of just in a low voice. Yeah. And Rick calls her out and plays back a recording because he apparently records everything in the house. And she's all bitter and talking about them marrying each other and sucking each other off. And that. And they're like, oh, Summer, you're so gross. You ruined season four. You ruined, you ruined the premiere. <laughs> ah, yeah, another meta moment. Yep. Um, there, there's, there's a couple of pieces right around the, the trial that I, that I really loved. Um, with like the the ticker tape on the bottom, there was a couple ticker <laughs> markers. One said, uh, "It was like no matter how you say Lacroix, you, you're still you still sound stupid." Lacroix, <laughs> Lacroix, <laughs> um, and then the uh, at 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 the trial, um, you know, Maury stumbles through it and tells the the judge about Peru. Calls calls her, says like the little bird thing reminiscent of like John Edwards, any of those uh, people who speak to the dead. Uh, but then she runs off and she's like, I'm coming condor uh, later in the news section uh, with the Nancy grace, by the way, which my mom loves Nancy grace and I despise Nancy grace. So a couple of good moments in that Nancy grace segment, it says on the bottom, the ticker, this isn't exact wording, but suicide judges, suicide, tragic, but, People say judges shouldn't believe in ghosts. says <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, well, and, there you go. And, then, and then the last bit with that news section, there's just uh, like in that, that area, uh, the the guy saying to the the woman, uh, the, his his co-anchor, uh, they talk about like, don't gaslight me. Oh, he's, he talks about futuristic boy on Rampage. She's like, but first, something silly. And then he calls her out. She's like, don't gaslight me. He's like, gaslighting doesn't exist. You're making up because you're effing crazy. Perfect gaslighting joke. Perfect gaslighting joke. Perfect. Flawlessly <laughs> executed. Uh, one, one last thing that I have in my favorite question mark bits. Uh, we're the me-seeks themselves. Everybody loves a good me-seeks appearance. I I do wonder uh, how heavy-handed the Meeseeks were in this, and while it was good to see the Meeseeks back, are we satisfied with their return? I, I they we had almost three, I guess, appearances of Meeseeks. We had the the glove compartment Meeseeks. We had the Morty using them as a physical barrier against against an army Meeseeks, and then a Kirkland Meeseeks, which was probably the highlight of 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 the variety of Meeseeks. I 
I'm really curious if this was just like, let's just use them because people, is it fan service that we're getting them or would they have used them again in that capacity? I, I don't know. It's, it's good to see them being used again because they are so popular. But at the same time, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I like, I like that they use them in a, a very, like a, a tertiary capacity, not as, as, as a main plot point that, that uh, main B plot point even. We're just like, yeah, they, they exist. Here they are. They're in the background. They're not what you should focus on. The story is actually about this stuff over here. Uh, yeah, like I think I think it was the too, you know if if it had been completely like they just happen to pull out a Meeseeks box and use them because we know what Meeseeks are and we know what they're for, but it was like using them three different times in different ways or whatever. It felt like they were trying to highlight them almost too much for uh, me. In, in, yeah, in this. and maybe and maybe that's where I'm kind of like, all right, well. Mike, 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 woo! <laughs> Mike McMahon made a joke about uh, eventually it's just going to be uh, the show is going to be changed to from Rick and Morty to Morty and Me Seeks. That's that's yeah. what the show is going to be called. Can do, can do. To your to your point, uh, <laughs> let's see one last one last thing that I have uh, as far as my favorite bits is the Boglins. The, <laughs> the wasp rick when he goes in there uh he's like oh no they broke in as long as my boglins is uh, all right and he goes and he picks up a crate with a little head <laughs> a boglin and and for those who are or too young or or just don't get the reference boglins were a real thing back in like the early 90s i think maybe late 80s mid 90s and it's just a giant ugly head. I have a link in the show notes if you're interested. But uh, I think it's a Jim Henson thing. Sticking with that. Yeah, it says really that they're obscure... inspired by Jim Henson. They're essentially weird, creepy little puppets that came in a box that looked like a crate, like a almost <laughs> yeah. like a little jail. So that you had a little cage for your boglins to sit in. Um, but you could still like <laughs> animate it because it was like a puppet. Yeah. Um, but just like a Cage really random, like late eighties, nineties toy that gets, gets a special shout out. If, if I had, if I had to bet money, it's because Justin Royland had a Boglins or probably still has them or is, or is currently fascinated with them. And it was like, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's have Rick have a Boglins. You guys remember those? You remember that? <laughs> nobody remembers it. Nobody. No, nobody no, no one remembers it. Uh, someone, someone on Twitter mentioned uh, uh, that Kirkland me seeks. Uh, they were like, "That that just has a, a punchable face." And then I was like, "Yeah, it, it reminds me of a mid '90s Devin Sawa from a Final Destination because <laughs> uh, they had like the, the the blonde hair that's parted in the middle." And I, I mentioned that to Chelsea, my wife, and she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely a punchable, punchable look." Such a punchable. nothing. Nothing against Devin Sawa. Love Final Destination. Not the point. Just uh, I want to say Jonathan Taylor Thomas, but really his older brother in, in Home Improvement was more of that that looking kid. Whatever. Let's not get into mid nineties sitcoms. Well, we'll get into that in our in our other <laughs> podcast about Home Improvement called the Tool Time Podcast. Uh, <laughs> definitely not a show that we're gonna do. 
I hate that we just did that. that. Uh, All right. One last thing. (laughs) One last thing of mention uh, from this episode uh, was the post credit scene with the special shout out to Mike Mendel. Uh, For those of you that don't know, Mike Mendel uh, has been as integral to the show as Dan or Justin or, or anyone else that potentially was working on it. Uh, and he unfortunately passed away during, uh, very recently, uh, during the off season. And so it was g- nice of them to, uh, s- sort of dedicate the episode or at least, uh, give give a shout out to him, uh, with a nice little animated, uh, bumper right at the end of the episode, uh, which sort of him with what I'm assuming was maybe his dog, but, uh, with the door open sort of out into the cosmos and, uh, just, just a nice little little touch. I, I saw some tweets uh, about it from from cast and crew that that worked yeah. with with him, and uh, they they're honoring his memory uh, and his work on the show. So that was that was yeah. very nice to see as well. Yeah, yeah. But before the show aired, uh, Mike McMahon had had tweeted, uh, "Let your family know their post their post uh, episode scenes that that happen." One of them is very important, and and uh, that obviously it was the most important one that they had. Um, so, anyways, uh, rest in peace. Uh, condolences to class and cast and crew. Um, all right. So, so that 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 is that is it for for our look at the episode. We have we have a grip. We have a grip. I'm sticking my my mid nineties terminology. We have a grip of of listener suggestions and short outs uh all basically having to do with season four so let's get right into it over on twitter dm greg 87 says it was awesome no questions just excited to watch the rest of season of the season for 100 years morty oh yeah oh yeah 100 years uh at at goran 93 right one of us is gonna say it go for it (laughs) Okay. I hope we see more Kirkland brand me seeks. Yes. Never know. Hey, look, the rumor is that Grey Goose <laughs> is basically Kirkland brand vodka. Um, that's what the rumor is. Grey Goose but- says that's not true at all. Uh, but what I will say is that I will spend as little money as I can on as much vodka as I can. So I don't care if it's vodka liqueur, Kirkland, or Grey Goose, whatever's cheaper. And it's on buy one, get one free at Publix or Winn-Dixie. Yeah. Same with me seeks, I guess. <laughs> I don't, I do not have a Costco membership anymore. So <laughs> oh. I, I'll be stuck with the traditional blue me seeks. <laughs> oh, poor, poor blue me seeks. Um, uh, what do we got? It's, it's at Spooters, PNW, Heil Wasp Hitler. Uh, and we didn't see we didn't see a wasp Hitler. No, no, there wasn't because he. They, maybe they, they just want. They weren't fascist they just, in that one. They, maybe they just wanted us to say Heil wasp. Okay, cut it. Let's cut that. Stop. Stop <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, and besides, when you're when you when you eat eat your enemies or or inject your <laughs> babies into their eyes, and you're that much of an asshole. Then you have to have a little bit of empathy, right? That's that's, <laughs> that's so that's understanding. They're so understanding. Uh, <clears throat> we have a lot of stuff from Twitch chat uh, from from last night, as well as the current stream. Uh, thanks to everybody that is hanging out in the stream. Uh, one t- 
topic that Alex R actually mentioned in in the chat right now that I I thought was pretty interesting and and I wanted to get your opinion on it, Brandon, is he, he talks about the episode not being very deep. He felt that the episode moved very quickly and that uh, it, it was sort of spread out too thin. There was too much going on. How, how, how do you feel about it? Um, yeah, uh, it, makes a good, it makes a good point. Uh, and then, I'm, I'm not sure. He wasn't the one who said inch mile or inch deep and a mile wide. Uh, uh, that was, I think, a response to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's 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 interesting. It's an interesting look uh, because there there was a lot of stuff. And in the stream last night, somebody mentioned that it seemed to uh, deescalate rapidly. It was just like, okay, oh, uh, Rick is now in his regular body, and now they're fighting Morty, who just f- came from a tr- won a trial, and but now he's getting uh, Akira'd up. <laughs> for for the finale and okay oh there's the wasps the the baby's out of the eye okay the head explodes cool and now it's the end of the episode um i i had a similar discussion with my wife after she watched the episode but she was like i'm amazed how much stuff a minute they can put into an episode and even though on the surface level it seems like it's okay here we go uh yeah here they just went on adventure and here's some jokes here's some jokes and now they're done the the writing has so much to it that on rewatch like the 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 season three backlash kind of commentary right like you watch that the first time around you're like (laughs) fascist morty what an oh what an asshole but then you're like, oh no, they're 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 talking about the backlash from Pickle Rick and people being like, uh, we we hate women uh, writers, stuff like that, you know. Um, so I I I I see it, um, and I I understand it. I, uh, I I I would say I agree with with Alex's comment at, after the first viewing of the episode, being being a person that podcasts about Rick and Morty. I've, I've watched the episode, I think four times now. And yeah, the first time we watched it, I felt like there was so much coming in so much information that it was hard to process it and really find the depth in a lot of what was happening. And it was only upon, excuse me, uh, two or three rewatches that I actually saw you know, more depth and picked out more things that I, I missed on my initial viewing of the episode. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with them. I'm going to stop talking. You, you, talk. yeah, you, you, st- you stop talking. I want to mention this. Uh, Alex also mentions that it seemed like an excuse to sell five different versions of new Funkos. Um, and that's, and that's fair to say when, when I saw those leaked images of the new, the new pops, I'm like, Okay, I, I there was. I'll be honest. There, I had some eye roll moments where I'm like, okay, overdoing it a little bit with the Rick is a different shape or a different animal. Uh, but it, but that was almost in this episode. That that was the the joke. It was like, God, how many different things going to be? Yeah, it, none of them. None of them are good. <laughs> the, when did <laughs> dystopia become the default? You know. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was kind of weird. Or fascism become the default. When I saw all of those 
pops. And I was like, oh, these are going to be sprinkled throughout how many episodes? <laughs> and then to see that they're like all from the premiere, I was like, wow, okay, that's that's something. Yeah. Um, uh, what else we got from, from our chats? Okay. Uh, yeah, that, that's so... Mike G47 mentioned last night the show seemed to get crazier and crazier as it went on. Uh, was that supposed to be an anime thing? I don't watch much anime. I a couple things. Uh, I'll, I'll mention this other comment by my my friend Omar. The Teddy Rick design looked like Khan from Bleach, but a blue version. Another anime thing. I I full disclosure, and I think you can are, are on board with this as well, Travis. I don't watch anime. Not that I don't like it what i've watched it but it's just never i i get all my anime stuff from my younger brother and he just kind of keeps me informed like uh this is what happened in uh full metal alchemist or or whatever uh so this like akira all of that akita just kidding uh the akira stuff i don't i don't get that those references i will say that when when morty's like kind of consumed by the the biofluid or, or, or whatever it's called, it was very reminiscent of um, Edge of Tomorrow, kind of like that that design. Yeah. But other than that, like I I had to very shallowly skim the Wikipedia for Akira to kind of get a, <laughs> get a sense of what, what they're that. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I got a little bit like when when Morty initiated that ooze that wrapped around him and encased him and out in that field that that felt very sort of anime-esque to me but no i i i don't watch a lot of anime either so i watched some one punch man for a little bit uh guys got a good haircut so (laughs) yeah i i don't know i'm not i'm not a huge anime aficionado so uh maybe maybe you guys uh listeners can let us know if if you felt like that as it got crazier and crazier, if that was a nod to anime traditions or if it's just the way that the episode was put together. Yeah. Uh, uh there, any, there was any other highlights? Yeah, uh D Squeeze 321 mentions, and th- this is we didn't really talk about this in uh, tonight at all yet, uh, but it was one of my favorite scenes. And his as well is when Morty is using the crystal to get the, the codes and just the way it his, his his finger moves over a number, it changes and and goes back to a death and then he goes back to it slowly and then he goes to the other one. Oh, it changes. Oh, went too far. Go back to it. Like that was uh, animation wise uh, beyond everything, whether with the writing or not the animation is just sue fucking perb in this yeah <laughs> this episode it gets uh, get but, better and better between little things like that the the fight scene where he goes akira mode uh against against the cops and against the bullies and against the world uh and then even that scene towards the end where where he he like grows into this massive thing and he fights hologram rick and all that stuff just really solid animation that is is something that makes me realize why this show takes a long time to produce and and I'm I'm thankful that they put in as much work as they do to make it as good as it is. That's that's right. That's right. Um 
I just want to I want to say just a shout out to everyone who joined us last night for the post post episode live stream uh, while I was doing um, the Reddit subreddit stuff uh, in 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 also really a shout out to all the folks all the the moderators of the the Rick and Morty subreddit they they stayed up late late last night as 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 late as I did and later uh, moderating putting everything together, making sure things flowed well. And uh, I, I'm shouting them out because they it's a thankless job for those those guys. It's all volunteer. They've been there just as long as we have on this show, not if not longer, moderating the the, the subreddit. They nobody gets a official thanks or recognition from Adult Swim or or the uh, Rick and Morty folks. Uh, and so I just want to make sure that they know that they are appreciated. Uh, by by us and and hopefully by you as well. And, Absolutely, uh, uh, yeah. And and a, a final shout out just to everybody who has been hanging out with us in the stream tonight. Appreciate you guys watching live and adding some flavor to to this episode. And then everybody who all the new followers on on Twitter over on Instagram that. Are, are are maybe finding the podcast for the first time. Maybe this is the first time you've you've listened to an episode. Uh, we appreciate you joining us. Hopefully, you're enjoying the show. Hopefully, you're enjoying the content. Uh, we we really enjoy the community of fans that we have uh, to interact with and talk about Rick and Morty with. So, thanks for joining us. If if this is your very first time listening to this podcast, you can do us a huge favor by heading over to Apple Podcasts and writing a review, rating the show. It helps others to find the show. Or if, if you don't feel like doing that, just tell a friend. Tell a, tell a fellow Rick and Morty fan that you, you found a podcast you enjoy and, and, and let them know. And that's, 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 that's gold, baby. That's, that's it. Just, just like Colorado. Golden Colorado. <laughs> All right. <laughs> just or popcorn. I don't know. I'm just thinking of golden things. Golden. <laughs> yeah. Let's not let's not let's not chase down right. that rabbit hole too far. Yeah, let's not do uh, it. All right. Well, that is it for this episode. Our our next episode next week, because we will be releasing new episodes as long as they're releasing new Rick and Morty. Uh it's gonna be a little unconventional. Live streams may be a little funky. I am on vacation, but I'm on vacation in the same state that Brandon spends all of his time. Uh, so we're going to try and bring you an episode uh, in, a, in a mobile fashion, but uh, look forward to having that next week. Looking forward to new episodes next week. Uh, let us know if you're headed to adult swim festival, all of those things. Uh, and until then I'm Travis and I am Brandon and thank you for listening to our show. <laughs>